Four presents The Family That Slays Together Stays Together Part 1 This is Gary Butterfield This is Cole Ross And we're at the beginning of the end Again uh, Hey Gary, hey Gary Gross Point Hank Not bad, I, I haven't seen Gross Point Blank No? Oh it's good That's, I mean, it's, a, it's a good movie. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the long and short uh, of it. So whatever the reference is, unless mm. it was just the rhyme. But if this, this but, plot is similar to a gross point blank. Oh, uh, just it, the, no, no. assassins. I, I called it that because the assassins. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I always get that confused with, uh, what are they called? The Boondock Saints? Yeah. Gross point blank is a much better movie than Boondock Saints. <laughs> Are you kidding? I, <laughs> Such a thing uh, exists. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I believe you. Yeah, because uh, I, I ended up watching Boondock Saints for the first time in like I don't know 2019. Okay, and I was like, "What is all the fuss about, man?" And like, this is kind of interesting. It was a, it was a, it was a different time. Like, I watched it when I was in my like real deep Fight Club phase. You know? Yeah, that's kind of its own. I'm so sick of people pretending Norman Reedus is incredible. <laughs> I'm done with that. He's fine. Yeah. But like, you're all out of your mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Kojima, if you're listening, that's real weird. I don't think, uh, I don't think Hideo Kojima's listening anymore. I, I think you may have, well, I think you may have, you may have, you may have alienated Hideo Kojima, creator of, creator of Metal Gear Solid. He, he listened for the first eight years. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, you know what? Gary's not going to come around. Uh, they me. just got too negative is the thing. I'm just going to double down on all my impulses. <laughs> Sick of trying to please that fat fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're talking about the first part of the finale. We're doing it as two episodes mm-hmm. uh, because this is weirdly uh, bifurcated. Yeah. Uh, different um, tones. Uh, I mean, like, this feels a little bit extraneous to the overall, like, change that is being made, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I also, in watching again, I think that this episode is more fun than the next one. Oh yeah. Um, like this is, this is really fun and, uh, funny and good action mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I find this episode to be a pure joy. The finale is a little slopsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I didn't really remember, but it's a little contrived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of contrived things that happen in it. And I know mm-hmm. that's criticizing a, a goofy cartoon Yeah, for, for something serious, but it's not my favorite finale. Yeah. Um, it's, this has to get a lot of points, uh, just because this is a real return to form for Brock. Oh, sure. You know, and just Brock highlight and this, this episode specifically, this first half introduces, uh, you know, uh, shore leave Mm -hmm. and, uh, and sky pilot, you know, going to show up as the, uh, you know, as a a prominent part in season four, Mm -hmm. uh, sets up a lot of great Brock. Yes. Stuff. Brock and (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love those characters so much and just having them like, Oh, they're cemented. They will be around. <laughs> yep. I understand it's not their intro intro, but them mm-hmm. being, uh, reintroduced to the cast. Yeah. Uh, so this was written by doc hammer and Jackson public as most of the, uh, uh, premieres and finales are and originally aired on August the 17th of 2008. Mm-hmm. And this is about how, uh, Brock leaves his assignment. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a show that fucks with the status quo. We talked about that. It does not reset like most uh, TV shows, most mm-hmm. syndicated, you know, cartoons do. Um, Brock is going to no longer be the Venture Brothers bodyguard, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the end of this. Yeah. And it's a huge deal. It is. You know? Yeah. Um, this is because the OSI, uh, he believes 
the USI are burning him, kind of sending these assassins after him to clean him up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to learn more about that, but that is the initial premise of this. Last episode, where his car tried to kill him was the mm-hmm. hint. Yeah, uh, the USI has turned against him. Yes, um, you might think he has orb reasons, but nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, we won't think about that for another season and then never again. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the concept of this episode, uh, where these you know various themed assassins uh, come after Brock, uh, this had been a concept that uh, Public had in his back pocket for a little while. Uh, the initial mm-hmm. versions of this that kind of, you know, cropped up in his notebook, uh, this was going to be uh, more centered on Brock and Molotov Cocktease's past uh, with each yes. other, uh, kind of where they met at the uh, at the at the Olympics. And there's not there's not a whole lot of that. No. Um, but I will say, like, is there there are a few things as fun as a colorful squad of assassins? It's pretty good, which makes you know, it kind of baffling that Smoke and Aces is as bad of a movie it is, as it is. It's very surprising. <laughs> you know, uh, you have everything it, it going is, for it, but you hang it on Jeremy Piven. You fucks. <laughs> yeah, that's not a load bearing Piven. Um, the uh, what is that? There, there's a well, the Seven Psychopaths. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do you know that movie? No. Uh, that's another like bunch of uh, assassins movie that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you run into a little bit of this with John Wick. Yeah, yeah. You know where he's like going and and all these themed assassins like the king of the homeless people. Yeah, you know and all all this stuff. I love I love a bunch of assassins. Yes. You know what a cool job. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> it is killing people. <laughs> yeah. What a cool job. Yeah. It just it is the uh, you know I'm really glad they made a video game out of it. <laughs> yeah. So so you could sublimate those impulses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, most video games are just pretending to do crimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's very hard to think of video games where you don't do a crime. Mm-hmm. Do you have the right to cut down a tree all the way across from your fucking house in Animal Crossing? No, nope. probably not. You know, you don't nope. own the house, neighborhood. Nobody stops you, but it's not a good thing to do. Yeah, I, I can't. I cannot think of a crimeless video game right now. Mm-hmm. All video games are crimes. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say um, uh, a police quest, but you're probably you're probably doing dirty shit in there too. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, you know, you're doing moral crimes if you're not doing legal crimes. <laughs> in that. Yeah. Um, we're gonna focus on this setup on this this fun action packed mm-hmm. episode. Um, most of the big plot stuff that sets up the next season is in part two, and we're going to talk about that next week. Yeah. And that's the majority of what the, uh, the art book and the commentary are kind of focused on. Yes. Uh, un- unsurprisingly. Yes. Um, but I think there's stuff in this first part that is worth, uh, it's time in court. Yes. On its own. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. We pick up where we left off, uh, or shortly after we don't see Brock actually subduing his car. Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> they, they decide not to animate the car fight. Yes. Uh, but, uh, we kind of cut in on Brock furiously banging on the ripped apart chassis of his car, sobbing as he does. I mean, he's killed his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> he loves this car. Uh, him, him giving up family is a theme. Yes. Here. Uh, the, the boys walk in, they notice this, you know, Hank is like, why did you kill the mayhem mobile? <laughs> and Brock, you know, Adrian, Adrian's the car's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, team thought it was danger Hawk. I don't know where they thought, where they got that from. <laughs> uh, that. Uh, and Brock is overwhelmed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just, you know, just give me a minute. I'm mm-hmm. walking away. Uh, boys, Rusty's a real dick. Yeah. During these episodes. Thinking's new to him. Hey, you rely on him. He's just, use your yeah. buddy, dude. You'd be dead so many times over yeah. without his thinking, <laughs> you know? Uh, 
Brock uh, comes to, though, he starts shouting out orders like, you know, get dressed to be in the X1 in two minutes. Uh, help her press, uh, <laughs> prep the plane. Uh, this is one of my favorite jokes in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, or help her backs away and makes a little scared meep mm-hmm. uh, and then goes into combat mode. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, um, nothing but spinning blades and guns pointed out. You know, oh. uh, he, you know, they call it like he, he must think he's next. And he's saying he often speaks of the coming war between man and the brotherhood of machines. Which is like, oh, the robots are going to turn on us. That's kind of a like a like a hack idea. And even by that time, it it, it, it kind of was. But the delivery uh, uh, sells it, and also yeah. the fact that it's helping. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. know, like just you know, Hank knows it. He speaks about it so solemnly, and just helper, yes. you know, in his beeps. You know, this feels like a like a cousin of him quoting my Angelou. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very cute. Yeah, the depths, of the, uh, yeah. the hidden depths of helper. Yeah, these are good helper episodes, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Brock puts down the wrench, and helper comes and gives him a sweet hug. Uh, <laughs> however, you know, all this time, you know, uh, they ran out of time with all yes. this shtick. They're going to take the X one to Spider Skull Island because uh, dangerous men are on their way. Rusty says, "Hey, you know, they've been trying to kill me since I learned to be standing up." And Brock goes, "They're not coming after you; they're coming after me." Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, and uh, they think, "Hey, it's here." Because a helicopter descends into the open hangar, and they're surrounded by these female assassins. Uh, but they are mm-hmm. led by Molotov Cocktees, uh, who drops down. These are the black carts, um, and she mm-hmm. says, "Car tribble." Yep, uh, J- Joan Jet reference. Mm-hmm. Joan Jet and the black carts. Yep. Uh, so we cut over. You know, there's our our little title screen. We cut over uh, to the Moppets riding their scooters ahead of the Monarch Mobile. Um, our central Monarch crew mm-hmm. is heading to the Venture Compound. Um, and they, they decide not to take the cocoon because they want to uh, surprise them. But the uh, this, the downside of this is that 21 uh, needs to pee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they um, do some stick around this. Yes. 21 uh, does not want to pee in a cup. Uh, but uh, they can't pull over at a gas station because he would have to change. Uh, I love the yeah. line. They can, whenever I wear this in public, people ask me what band I'm in. Yeah. And uh, 24 is going to get a slushy. Yes. Uh, very cute. Uh, Monarch does not want to stop because he's uh, hyped up. You know, mm-hmm. because of that, uh, you know, family clause, he's able to take revenge on Jonas Jr. by taking out Rusty Venture. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his, uh, he's got his murder boner on. Um, yep. yeah, so <laughs> 21 does exceed, uh, accede to their demands and starts peeing in the cup, uh, or try, tries to, to, but there's a, a vice around his ding dong cause they yeah. keep talking. He's pee shy, relatable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I love the monarchs. I know he won't expect this. He was talking to Do- Dr. Mrs. The monarch, you, you, you and your two best men, me and my men, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the uh, uh, he's interrupted by Sergeant Hatred yes. flying the hover tank towards them. Mm-hmm. You know, his actual enemy who's not been in the season very much. Yes, yeah. So uh, 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 we're gonna get a villain collision here. Yeah, uh, Brock uh, is loading up his luggage, kind of doing his uh, verbal, you know, uh, sparring with Molotov. You know, uh, basically, you know, saying like, hey, the OSI turned on me and you're not exactly on their it list. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, no, you know, who do you think they hired, tried to hire? Uh, but it turns out she did not take the job. She yes. doesn't want to share. Um, they hired three assassins mm-hmm. uh, at there. And we get these little uh, trading card you know, dossiers <laughs> on these three assassins. Yeah. Uh, these are old ideas that uh, Jackson Public had kicking around from the dick mm-hmm. uh, days and they feel like it. Mm hmm. I mean, um, like real, air, air trigger is incredibly good, but very yeah. ticky. Yeah. 
Uh, and Go Face is incredibly like the tick. Yes. Uh, here. Uh, so Heinrich Triggermensch, <laughs> really good name, aka Air Trigger, uh-huh. uh, looks like the monster Klaus Kinsey, um, who is a sexual uh, sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. He is a uh, yeah. weapons fetishist. We get a lot of tongue action from Air Trigger. <laughs> He's constantly licking his guns and just gyrating. Uh-huh. Uh, the animation is very funny on this guy. <laughs> Anytime the, you, you get that hyper detailed animation on this to convey it, it is always uncanny and funny. Um, Very yeah. good. Uh, we got Russell Sturgeon, aka Go Fish. Uh, he's a scar faced mm-hmm. mariner uh, modeled after uh, what's his name, Grizzled Fisherman from uh, Jaws. Um, yeah, uh, Quint. Yeah, yeah, Quint. Um, Quint or one of the other ones. I can't remember the names yeah, of them. Jaws. It's a Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Shaw, I think. Um, but, uh, uh, he, he is Hawkeye, but with fishing lures instead of arrows. So he just, he, yeah. he, he just has, it just has a hat that is covered with, uh, with fishing lures and each of them has uh, like little gimmicky, uh, little gimmicky purposes. Very specific. Yeah. Uh, and then Jean-Claude Latour, who has no code name because of his ego, mm-hmm. uh, he collects rare weapons and silver age comic books. Uh, this is a Craven the Hunter, mm-hmm. uh, knockoff, uh, which we'll find out later. Uh, right now, we do not know that he is uh, Craven the Hunter. Of course. Yeah. So, um, uh, Hunter confirms that Molotov is telling the truth uh, by uh, by going to, uh, um, I don't know, just, uh, just like, like her moles say, hey, the OSI's burned you. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Brock goes uh, to meet Hunter at uh, Night Nails. And Hunter yes. g- confirms all of it, saying, hey, what do you think happened to me? You know, welcome out to the cold, basically. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this whole scene where he's doing the uh, the lap dance and also getting mm-hmm. uh, the stuff is very funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I will. I understand all of the gender stuff wrapped up in Hunter mm-hmm. uh, as Brock, right? With like your father figure. Yeah, uh, there, uh, who's you know, like get the keys. You're not gonna like looking for him, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like digging around in his crotch. <laughs> it's like some of the like stuff right mm-hmm. at the same time like i you know i have nothing against gay people i love gay people mm-hmm. i don't want to dig around uh, anybody's crotch mm-hmm. for regardless keys. in public yeah like I'm, i i still think it's pretty funny to be like you're not gonna like looking for him <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know now tip me you know like all, all of that stuff and and the facial work on brock's face is really good it's mm-hmm. not the same kind of like oh uh, you know isn't doctor girlfriend a man like yeah. it's not that kind of stuff it's yeah. it's more just like I don't know, man. I it would be weird to me. Like if if anybody I knew, even if they had not transitioned, mm-hmm. were just like, here, dig around my crotch for these spy things. Yeah, why can't we just talk like like colleagues? <laughs> this is weird. Yeah. You take a break. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's a like the awkwardness of the situation makes me laugh a lot. And mm-hmm. I understand there's other stuff wrapped up in it, but yeah. It gets me. Yeah, it, it, it probably rides the line when, when, when Rusty comes up and uh, hits on Hunter. But I love Hunter's reaction. Piss off, you horrible buzzard. TT fly. Buzz. Yeah, kicks him in the throat. Yeah. Where he like punches him in the throat. Uh-huh. So good. And it just and then Rusty's obliviousness. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, aren't you going to introduce me with his red mocha cooler? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Rusty is so, so horrible. And this is very funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we, you know, we, we have air trigger outside uh, looking down on this as they walk out. Uh, Hunter is extremely mad at Brock because he parked the X1 outside of this tiny little nowhere strip club. Uh, again, wonderful line. Who taught you how to be a spy? Fucking Gallagher. Yeah, uh get, you, actually. any kind of gallagher reference i'm i'm kind of down for yeah yep yep uh 
so uh, he oh he says like I'm gonna give him a lap dance, you know, tip me. Uh, now put you now get handsy. Mm-hmm. You know, and slaps him. Uh, and what he's doing is he's digging out false a false identity. Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, his new name, his new passport of as Jesus Tralfes. Uh, <laughs> you live in Pueblo, Colorado. You saw aluminum siding, and you love the History Channel. Uh, really good. Yep. Um, and Hunter has a a, a list of uh, friendly contacts uh, contacts in their bra. Um, and, uh, says, Hey, you know, Brock is not going to like looking for the car keys. So you're going to get everything you need, but, uh, you know, it has to be wrapped up in this, uh, you know, in this Balls subterfuge. Up. Yeah. No, oh yeah. I can <laughs> less, yeah. Yeah, more metaphorical than I was going to say. Yes. Uh, just, yeah. Um, we cut over to, uh, the Monarch crew breaking in. Um, I don't like this joke that 21 and 24 went through the septic system for no reason. Mm-hmm. This they would boy this should have been cut yeah dumb um but they the monarch calls a huddle and gives everyone their assignment um i really love this you know like you know moppets you go subdue the the boys like subdue them with a knife yeah uh no no subdue and then mrs monarch being like and i seduce uh, (laughs) subdue um so uh dr girlfriends dr mrs the monarchs continuing grudge against brock for not wanting to sleep with her is very funny to me uh, yeah, like that one is... of my favorite little scenes in this is where she's like adjusting herself, mm-hmm. like waiting for him. I think that's like a very like human scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? like, and like that 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 doesn't get as much like credit or play as the joke where you know Rusty obliviously thinks that they're an item because of Charlene. Yeah. But it is way funnier that uh, you know because because we have this normally entirely with a character on her back foot, you know, holding this petty yeah. grudge against somebody. It's very funny. Even if it's because Brock can't let go of, you know, the kind of shitty trans stuff. Yes. Yeah. That, that he's on, like, I mean, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, are you sincerely not going to have sex with Dr. Girlfriend? It's the hottest piece of ass in super villainy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with her. <laughs> uh, like, just, like, it'd be embarrassing. Like, it would be, you know, over before it began, and mm-hmm. then I would just be, like, trying to, like... You know, I would be, uh, you know, Javier. I'd be apologizing in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I would have to switch continents. Like, this, <laughs> I would become one of the boys from Brazil in order to avoid the shame of how quick on the, the air trigger I would be mm. with Dr. Girlfriend and how unlikely I would be to satisfy a woman of that pedigree. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the uh, 24 is going to be a helper. 21 is supposed to keep an eye out for Sergeant Hadra, but he needs to pee. Uh, so he's going to go do that. Yes. Um, so air trigger, who's like licking and gyrating and humping his gun, <laughs> uh, levels at the bar sign, but then up in his sights, Brock appears yes. and uh, punches him and starts beating him. Uh, he does the lassie thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he's like, you guys go in the X one, get to Spire skull Island. I'm going to go in the car. And the boys are like, no, we're a family. Mm-hmm. Like we love each other. And Brock's like, I don't love you boys. It was just a job. Now that it's over, you're just getting in my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's very sad. Yeah. You know? Uh, I'm glad that the show uh, underlines it immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, the characters are drawn to savvy for this. Yep. <laughs> because Hank's in the car with him. Seriously, Brock? The mm-hmm. lassie trick? Was I born yesterday? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I, I, I like this because it's establishing, like, we, we've known that Hank really likes and looks up to Brock, but that's going to be an, a, a real thing in the next season. Uh, mm-hmm. H- Hank being the one who sticks around with them and just kind of insists, like, no, I know you love us. Come on, bud. You know, we're yeah. just we're, we're we're on the team. I think that is very. I think it's very sweet. Yeah, uh, you'll flash back to Dean being like, I know Brock loves you. <laughs> you know, he, he's uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Air Trigger did not die. He's chasing them with an Uzi. And we get like a not very joke heavy action scene that is actually like really competent as, as an action scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this episode has the most like fun cartoon action of the series so far. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, it's, it's really cute. Like Brock, uh, is radio and rusty. You know, did you forget something? You forgot your son. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's, he has him do a seatbelt. So he doesn't end up like Gary Busey, a little cheap Gary Busey joke. <laughs> uh, but there's like all these cool little spy things in, in Hunter's car. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, or he like activates the forward guns uh, and shoots the back of a uh, a station wagon, mm-hmm. uh, which I love. Like, sorry, sorry. He just just lights uh, up an older couple. <laughs> and then the the oil slick where uh, Air Trigger is like riding between it, so he doesn't get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like a, like a cool video game. Yeah, to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, very good spy action stuff. You know, Air, Air, Air Trigger. You know, turning that against him, lighting it on fire. You know, here's this. Mm-hmm. And then just the, 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 this amazing, this amazing turnaround, right? Like literal, cause you know, Brock says, Hey Hank, put on your seatbelt. Uh, and, uh, he launches Hank's ejector seat. Uh, so the X one can pick him up and then he, uh, flips the car around in, into the one eighty to turn on the front facing water jets, uh, putting out the fire and plowing straight into air triggers motorcycle, uh, yeah. just in time for Hank's seat to land back in the car backwards. So good. <laughs> uh x1 lands and he he pops into it uh air trigger you know surrounded by fire but he's still still alive he pulls out a rocket launcher it doesn't matter where he's keeping that because again we're in pure pure marvel comics action mode Mm -hmm. um hits the x1 uh knocking it down brock has to to land it but the landing gear is out so the helper comes down and lifts up the the x1 (laughs) Uh, his little office chair bottom acting as the landing gear Uh, his, very scre- sweet. his screams as he is ground down to a mm-hmm. stump. <laughs> they're Star Wars screams. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're R2D2 screams. Yeah. That they, that they put in there. Uh, so somebody has to get somebody's shitty haircut. Yeah. Um, and Hair Trigger is giggling over his kill. He obviously like finishing. He's in the afterglow. Uh, but then uh, the ejector seat from the X1 lands on top of him, pancaking him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got pancaked by a drunk dump truck bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut over to the monarch. If there's one thing I, I don't love about this episode is that like all the monarch stuff is kind of a pacing killer. Yeah. In it, like we spend a little bit too much time with it, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, so we just let him walking around trying to find Dr. Venture, Dr. Vent, you know, hello, where is everybody? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Moppets open up one of the learning beds and start stabbing, uh, you know, they're going to disobey the orders, uh, kind of foreshadowing the shitty thing they do at the end of this, uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they end up stabbing Mr. Ricci, the giraffe. Um, <laughs> like what would a teenager do with a stuffed animal? And he's like, I know what I'd do with him. Mm-hmm. Me, Me too. too. Yeah. You oh, know? cool. You fucked him. Cool. Yeah. I never, I never fucked a stuffed animal. My understanding is that is, uh, sometimes a lady thing. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that has been a thing with ladies that I've known. Yes. Uh, the TV, the very good TV show, Pen 15, which mm. I recommend, no. uh, has a really good little subplot about mm-hmm. a masturbation stuffed animal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, one of my favorite scene of the, like the monarch downtime stuff is Dr. Mrs. The monarch, mm-hmm. uh, on Brock's bed, just kind of like adjusting her, her <laughs> posture and muttering to herself, yep. you know? <laughs> Uh, I love those little in-between moments. Like, yeah, you know, somebody's got, whenever you walk in and somebody's on your bed waiting to seduce you, like mm-hmm. they do have to wait for you. Yeah. Like you they, they've been oh, there they... the whole time. Like, you know, she's not doing what 24 is, which, you know, playing Tetris, but she would absolutely be playing Tetris if she was yeah, killing she time. There. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, 21 tries to go to the bathroom, but Sergeant Hatred is inside. Yes. Uh, which is going to set up that subplot. He's crying. Like, he's, he's in there yep. sobbing. <laughs> so, uh, one of the three assassins is down. We're going to get to the second one. Uh, Brock has uh, led uh, the family. Uh, they're back together, of course, uh, to this uh, marina. It's daytime. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's this uh, you know, boat that is docked there that is the Action Bible School. <laughs> um, and uh, it's going to be meeting as a, uh, an old friend. I uh, got kicked out of the OSI on a Don't Ask, Don't Tell beef. Uh, which I love Dean's response. So we know he can keep a secret. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Uh, this, this is shore leave mm-hmm. uh, who has a different uh, code name. Now he goes by Holy diver mm-hmm. and uh, uh, mile high comes out uh, who now goes by sky pilot. Yeah. Uh, God has removed their homosexuality. So now they run this action youth ministry. Yeah. Um, that is specifically Bible man. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, I am, I am, we've talked about that Bible man. I am down for a Bible man poll. I never like Bible man was not part of my, uh, was not part of my young Christian uh, education. That was a little bit Mm -hmm. after my time. I was more of a McGee Mm -hmm. and me guy. Uh, sure. (laughs) But, um, uh, but I like, you know, going to the bookery, which is a Christian bookstore chain here in the Midwest and like, you know, picking up a, you know, picking up a gift for, you know, a religious teacher or friend or whatever, you know, a family friend Mm -hmm. and just seeing all the Bible man, like party gear that they had, uh, very funny to me. Bible man's good. When, when me and my friends found Bible man at first in like a Salvation Army or something, Mm. Uh, it was a real mind blow <laughs> for us. Uh, Bible Man is a Christian superhero. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, kind of has to be seen to be believed, and they just do it exactly here. <laughs> uh, there, there's a one to one parody of it. It's not even really a parody, it's just represented mm-hmm. um, with these characters. Yeah. Um, uh, J- Jackson's history as a uh, as an evangelical, you know, growing up in the evangelical church is uh, on full mm-hmm. display here. Uh, Brock is here to ask, you know, hey, can we charter your boat or get some supplies? But they're not in the killing business or in the saving business. Mm-hmm. And luckily, since the fact that they're in water, uh, <laughs> it's go fish's time to shine. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, throws a throws a grenade attached to a fishing line out, mm-hmm. pulls the pin uh, on it, and knocks Brock off. And then uh, shoots a frog on a little line, a robotic frog that entangles Brock. Yes. And pulls him out to sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's being dragged, uh, and uh, Sky Pilot and Holy Diver, you know, they gotta they gotta step up. You know, action is afoot. They have to save their friend. Uh, they're not just pastors; they are the the, the, the Christian, uh, I guess, superhero duo, the Soulmates. The soulmates. Yeah. I, I love Sky Pilot's voice so much. Uh-huh. We're the Soulmates. <laughs> uh, you know, so he's doing. The, and they just do the Bible Man thing. Yeah, they activate, activate the Ephesian sequence. <laughs> I love the Ephesian sequence. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the very long arduous process of putting on the on the holy divers bible man armor <laughs> it, it's yeah it's, it's so it's so ridiculous and the, the only difference between this and regular bible man is this is more revealing mm-hmm. you know because shore leave is wearing it yeah god i cannot wait to spend tons of time with shore leave next season i yep. love shore leave so much boom <laughs> brocodile <laughs> so good oh man <laughs> So GoFish is dragging Brock behind his boat. Uh Andy figures, hey, let's have some sharks do the do the dirty work. It's sure not chum. Uh drawing mm-hmm. uh drawing some uh uh sharks around to Brock. Um I just, man, just do, do you buy chum? Do you make do you make it yourself? Do you do you have a fish grinder? How do you get chum? See, 
<laughs> you buy chum. You buy chum. They, they sell it in uh, bait shops. I've seen it for sale uh, back in the day, like when I would go to like my grandparents had a cabin. Okay. They went to like it when I was like very young. So I, not very strong memories of this, but we could like, mm-hmm. go fishing and stuff. Yeah. And I remember like, that's how I learned about chum. Gotcha. Was like seeing it and being like, what's that? And mm. then, you know, my grandpa teaching me what chum was. Yeah. Like holding my head under it. And then not letting me come up until I come up with fish skeletons, five yes. of them. Yeah, yeah. One for each year that I've been alive. He called, called you a little Heathcliff. Yeah. But not and like in I, an affectionate way, just like really screamed at you. Yeah, no, like Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights, not Heathcliff. <laughs> uh, <the cat. laughs> yeah. You know, my grandpa, odd man. Uh, no, but I, I remember they do sell it in bait shops. Yes. Like where you can go to that worm jail. <laughs> I love the worm jail. Worm cryo storage. <laughs> Because they have to live in because of where I live, like most of the uh, like you know like did far, like pharmacy grocery store kind of things also yeah. sell bait, uh, you know. So just you never know when you're going to go fishing. You know, you never know when you just need a, item. We never know when you're going to need night crawlers, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> Midwest is disgusting. I love it because I come from there, but boy, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of gross. Just the the cryogenic worm present is is a pretty gross feature of most stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's open just, up and it's like writhing. Like, yeah, it is just kind of like, like right next to the candy bars. Yeah, it's so mean. Yeah, like what we do to worms is one of the worst things. There's the, and there's the, like, like the, we, we owe everything to worms. Come on. Yeah, the, their win condition is that they get to be like, like basically thrown to the lions in like a Roman arena, mm-hmm. except that they have to lose. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no gladiator worm who actually like comes, but you know, kicks the fish's ass, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. Worms, man. What worms. a life. <laughs> so, uh, Holy Diver and Sky Pilot, you know, they, they have all this delay, uh, and they delay even further before they go to attack. Cause they've got to stop to pray. You know, it's like, where, what the hell are you doing? They're not going to attack. They're just going to pray. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um, I thought that they were. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, so, so they pray. I thought it was just like a delay or whatever. You know, they say, mm-hmm. oh, the power, the, the, the power of uh, prayer can move mountains, Hank. I love Rusty saying it's, wor- it's worse than calling Orpheus because it kind of yeah. is the same. It's kind of Orpheus's only little appearance. Yeah. Uh, it's just mentioned in this. Yeah. Um, so Brock has been under water for a while and it looks like he emerges in this pool of blood. Uh, but it turns out Brock Samson has lost his hair. Mm-hmm. You know, that this is uh, part of his important turning point. You know, mm-hmm. the symbolism is very obvious. Of course. Uh, you know, he's taken his hair and taken off his shirt to make a decoy. Uh, the go fish uh, speeds towards Brock is on this boy and he draws this tension wire a fishing line that cuts off uh go fish's head. <laughs> yep. Uh, it, it, it takes off his head like a, like a, like Kirk Van Houten's arm when he mm-hmm. uh, is very angry that they got his taco order wrong. Yeah. Sandwich. I wish someone would come cut the sandwich. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, but, uh, Brock, uh, you know, t- t- takes go fish's hat and puts it on. <laughs> and then Brock, I, I like this is, uh, you know, Oh God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation. Thou hast to cover my head in the day of battle, like doing his own. I, I I'm kind of a sucker for the, uh, for, for, for the badass Bible citation after doing something cool, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe that's the, the Pulp Fiction in me, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Pulp Fiction and your religious upbringing. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, it's drawing attention to the Samson allegory. Yes. Yep. You know, he's, he's always been a biblical character. Samson, that one uh, superhero based on hair. <laughs> a hair superhero, like mm-hmm. Medusa from the Inhumans. 
Um, back at the compound, uh, we're getting the Sergeant Hadred subplot, uh, sitting on the toilet with a big America star <laughs> censoring his junk. Yep. Uh, you get telling to see, you get to see it in the, the commentary Mar- version. You get to see uh, yeah, Hatred's yeah, yeah. hog. Yeah, no, I did not. I uh, did not watch the hog. I ended up watching it on Hulu because mm-hmm. they want to get up and put it in the DVD because this has been a hell of a fucking week. And I was yeah. like, that's too much work. <laughs> uh, I can't do that. I don't think he's allowed um, to do that. But he's upset because Princess Tiny Feet is leaving him. We yeah. don't see any of this. This just all happened like instead of him arching this season. <laughs> yep. His marriage is falling apart, and uh, you know he needed like everybody's called in. Uh, you know, to, to just this drunk, sobbing man. He's he's also fallen off the wagon, um, and you know the reason he believes this. You know, he asks, you know, Doctor Mrs. the Monarch shows her like, oh, I got this text saying we need to talk. Like, what does this mean? Is like, is, is it bad? Doctor Mrs. the Monarch says like, no, no, actually, that yeah, there's no other interpretation of that. That's that, kind of that always what that means. <laughs> so, uh, as, as the uh, you know the um, defender of Sergeant Hatred. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of girl of great little bits in this. Like it's a huge phone. He's like, I'm a big boy. <laughs> uh, just like really, you know, again, I love that voice performance yeah. so much. Uh-huh. Uh, but part of, you know, so it's he, hatred isn't just here like to, you know, to, to, to cry. He also is frustrated that Rusty isn't around. Uh, he's here to commit suicide by arch enemy. He doesn't want to yeah. live anymore. Yeah. He doesn't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> um, 21 uh is uh is is outside um i thought he said this uh the warrior thing when uh, the monarch is like you still haven't peed yet what are you a camel uh-huh and that's where he's like i like petty petty smythe before me am the warrior yeah, yeah. Uh, referencing the petty smythe song mm-hmm. uh, i am the warrior good song um real real kick in the pants for people who are way into patty smith <laughs> like you go to the record section you might get tricked by patty smythe at any mm-hmm. given time yeah yeah yeah, I did different thing. Yeah. They spell but not pronounce their names differently. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we have one. Well, we're going to leave this and it's not going to be addressed until the next episode, until part two, because mm-hmm. uh, we have to deal with the third of our assassins, Latour. Yep. Uh, Rock takes Rusty and the kids to a shitty hotel to lay low for a couple days. Um, he's got his <laughs> hilarious, like, Pulp Fiction yep. dressed like a couple assholes. <laughs> his Brazilian shirts. Yeah. Uh, shorts um he's gonna take a shower rusty calls it because he's a huge dick yeah uh so brock goes to get supplies uh rusty wants conditioner for his beard you know <laughs> I, I mean uh, so I, I need to dwell on, on brock's outfit just a little bit more he's got the brizzy billion shirt the pants that he's wearing juicy couture pants <laughs> i borrowed him from shore leave yeah <laughs> like, like not to bonfires i chat it but those are 100 percent from shore leave oh yeah 100%. Right it's there. very good yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but uh brock has gone away uh, and hank is outside and he is uh over the moon because another guest at the hotel uh uh has a batman beach towel um yes <laughs> and it's uh, it's latour and they're they're geeking out about batman latour loves batman you know silver age comic kind yeah. of stuff uh hank's line dude you are almost speaking my language uh just yeah <laughs> like, hank, hank is great in this yeah you know he's like when i was your age I would put on the cape and pretend to be Batman. Mm-hmm. He goes, dude, when I was my age? Yeah. Which I love when I was my age. <laughs> uh, I jumped off my roof dress as Batman. I think you know? it, I may, I might've just dreamt it, which is like a bit of a deep cut, but like, that's one of the ways the one of the clones died. So well, like I, how he remembers that. Ways, yeah. How he remembers it though. Like <laughs> the fact that's one way one of the clones died, that's, yeah. you know, 
that's clearly what they're doing. Uh-huh. But he can remember things that his past <laughs> versions died from. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. might have just been a nightmare. Oh God. I, I just I love that that trauma is like sticking around. Yeah. I don't even I don't even care that it doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh Brock walks up, uh, you know, and is you know, Hank, get away from that man. Um, and the, he, uh, he runs after him while Latour runs to go get his, uh, his Craven outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it like, it, it comes out of nowhere. Like I'll admit, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not the comics person on this, uh, on this show. I didn't know who Craven the Hunter was, so I didn't get the reference mm-hmm. and they never made any mention of like rare game or anything like that or hunting big game. So when he comes out in the outfit, that is like nothing but animal parts, like just dressed up like uh oh gosh mr burns in the see my vest uh, kind of, uh musical routine you know is, is yeah. uh uh loafers or former chauffeurs right but um yeah i i didn't get it at first yeah it's it's a uh, it's it's based very explicitly yeah uh on him um if you don't know craven the hunter from that you might know him from the uh letterman performance of a freak like me needs company <laughs> Where he comes out with the gigantic, weird animatronic lion chest. Um, it's very strange. Uh, so he throws a boomerang, uh, hits them, pushes them through the window where Dean has just been sitting on the bed while mm-hmm. Rusty is uh, in in the bath. We're getting some intercut. Yeah. You yeah. know, real sticky. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it down out there. You yeah. know, like th- that could have been in like, I don't know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, turn the TV you know. down instead of 10. I needed it at three. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. this is why daddy drinks like it's real, real straight putts. Yeah. Like, I don't think this episode is, again, great for jokes. I just like mm-hmm. the uh, the action. Yeah. Um, you know, specifically, even, you know, he, Latour is strangling Brack on the bed and uh, they have a little flashback here where Sky Pilot shows up. It's like the only weapon you'll need the mm-hmm. Bible. <laughs> uh, and Dean opens it so he can use the Bible to get the upper hand. Yes. Defend himself. Yeah. So like Brock hits him. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, Latour puts Brock's head through the TV, uh, which, uh, mm-hmm. another gross point blank thing. I, I had forgotten yep. about that particular beat when I made that reference at the start, but you know, a head goes through a TV and gross point blank. Good to uh, know. Yeah. Uh, but Latour, you know, pulls out his katana and he goes into, you know, the whole history of how it was made. And I, I love Brock's reaction to this. So why do you sword guys always got to talk about how cool your swords are? Like, it's it, great it's antithetical like, to everything that he is like oh i just all i need is my k-bar it's a it's a knife <laughs> well it does a really there's a great little parallel there with brock being sick of his genre and rusty being sick of his genre mm-hmm. you know like uh they they both do not care about the uh you know the the trappings the tropes yeah yeah they're dealing with um latour starts slashing around uh slash is off brock's nipple uh, <laughs> horrifying uh-huh uh boy nipple pain Oof. uh you know um and latour eventually uh knocks brock out with the minibar goes to finish the job and hank stops him you know like mm-hmm. you call yourself a batman fan you know you know batman would never kill mm-hmm. and he you know hank i have to confess i only like batman because he has the best villains <laughs> uh and uh, this is great. He draws the knife, uh, but Brock has gotten the sword from all, under the bed and just bisects him yep. uh, here. And the boy's reaction to this, uh-huh. like just their face is really good. Well, it's horrifying. It is done very graphically. Uh, just yeah. a Latour being cut in half the hard way. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah. 
And Brock thanks the boys uh, for, for, for their assistance. And then he just like slaps his nipple back on like it's a fucking decal. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it doesn't stay. Yeah. I'm glad it falls off because uh, nipple horror is real to me. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to end our episode. Brock, you know, thanks the boys and says like, hey, you know, make yourself useful. Here's this little black book. Um Call somebody named the cleaner and say we got Damien Hurst in room 202. That is uh, such a deep reference. cut. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, like, you know? uh, D- D- Damien Hurst. So are you thinking it's a Patty Hurst kind of thing? The uh, Damien Hurst is an artist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, uh, yeah, you yeah. said you said dark reference. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Did Damien yeah, Hurst? It's, it's just the the blood splatter. Like it's just <laughs> comparing the the man's life to right. Damien Hurst. Right. Yeah. Did Damien. Damien Hurst uh, like like uh, like actual like, like exhibits where he's got like bisected animals and stuff? It is a very deep, yeah. very specific cut that has uh, yeah. Doc Hammer's fingerprints all over it. Oh, one hundred percent. I love, uh, you know, he, him, him dragging the body into the bathroom and Rusty getting up and coming out and vomiting. Uh, very funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, the someone's patting on the door and these two uh, FBI agents rush in or uh, LAPD uh, detectives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in uh, California because uh, the uh, Latour was going to go to Batman the Ride mm-hmm. after he finishes his, uh, you know, after his job. Yeah. Um, yeah. And out on the highway, uh, we see a helper is still holding up the front of the X-1. Nobody relieved him of that duty. Um, And the cocoon flies overhead uh, as we get the to-be-continued text. Yeah. Uh, And that's that's the end of the episode. Uh, The next episode is going to be a lot more plotty, um, a little, you know, more complicated. Mm -hmm. You know, like more coincidence-based. Yeah. Uh, in a way that is is not my favorite, but there's still lots of good stuff. Um, anything that introduces or like brings Traster into the equation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of my favorite characters in the show. I mean, so. just, what a what a what a hero that voice actor is. Yeah, a command voice performance. Mm-hmm. Toby Huss, you know, just one of the all time best. Yeah. yeah, just absolutely incredible stuff. Um, yeah, and you can as you can hear that sound there. It's my cue to exit uh, <laughs> because Pocket is losing his mind for no good reason. Hey, hey uh, it's just you know, hey cats. He just wants attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I got to go look at him until he stops and he goes to sleep. <laughs> like it, he really uh, kind of catfishes me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm looking forward to being catfished here. Yeah, uh, and talking about the fi- the finale next week. Yeah. I don't have too much more to say about this one. Uh, I think that uh, the, the, the reflections are going to come after what happens next week. Yeah. yeah, uh, Lots of fun action. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate as somebody mm-hmm. watches the show for multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. We will be back. If you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. Uh, we would appreciate that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You can also leave us ratings reviews on Apple podcast or podcast addict or wherever podcasts are found. Yeah, if you have any friends who like the Venture Brothers, or if you know you are getting new people into the series, uh, to, to tell uh, tell your friends about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is uh, it is an appreciated action that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and until next time, go, go team, team venture. venture.